we got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Check in with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun this morning. Good morning, Vaughn. Well, good morning, Simi. And I see that the new Democrats are finally admitting that it's a bad idea to call an election in the middle of a pandemic. Are they, though? Oh, yeah. No, they're saying that, uh, you know, cases are soaring and people are afraid. They're saying it's ridiculous. Uh, it's absurd. Bad time to have an election. And the NDP won't be any part of this. What? It's all out there, see, uh, <laughs> quotes all over the Internet. It's, the, uh, it's a BCMP that's saying this, too, a new Democrat, Jagmeet wow. Singh. You heard of him? I've heard of this. Yes, yeah, so I've he heard of him. Yesterday, he says, like, this is crazy. He, he can't believe anybody would try to call an election in mid-pandemic. I mean, cases are rising. He, that's what he said. People are afraid. We need to be looking after people and putting their minds at ease. Now, that's the national leader of the NDP, but that's what he's saying. And here's the interesting thing. This same guy was out here campaigning on yeah. Friday for John Horton. Did he, John Horton, did he mention this thing when he was no. out here? Did he say, you know, John, this is not a great time to be holding an election. Like, people are afraid cases are rising. I saw his cute little videos on social media where he was encouraging people to vote. So I thought, yeah. what? So when I heard this latest one, I thought, well, what? Come on. You know that people are going to put two and two together and like put those well, comments they, together. The federal NDP and the BC NDP are the same party, right? This is not like liberals and conservatives are actually separate parties. But if you belong to the federal NDP, you belong to provincial NDP. They campaign together. They share campaign workers. And Singh was out here on Friday. And where was he campaigning? He was campaigning against Sonia Furstenau, asking the voters there to defeat her and elect a new Democrat. Now, there's another bit of NDP hypocrisy, because nationally, the NDP argues that the power-sharing deal with the federal liberals is the only reason the liberals have done anything good. The NDP has extracted concessions from them. They're telling everybody this is a good thing, right? Mm -hmm. Then he comes out here to B.C., and he says, no, 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 you, you don't want a, a power-sharing <laughs> arrangement out here. What you want is an NDP majority, right? I mean... Look, um, we started Politics. a campaign with me quoting Lily Tomlin, the That's great right. comedian, that it doesn't matter how cynical you get, you can't keep up. But really, seriously, for the party to be arguing nationally that it's a bad idea to call an election in mid-pandemic because it's dangerous and reckless, while the premier out here is doing just that, 
Even by Lily Tomlin's standards, that is cynical. Yeah, but hold on to your hat, though, Vaughn, because the other thing we were going to talk about this morning, I think, is even more cynical as well. This is what the heck is Andrew Weaver doing to his former party? Yeah, so the NDP bought the wraparound on the Victoria paper on the weekend, um, and included in it was Andrew Weaver's endorsement of the NDP. So this is obviously a key place, and the the, the capital of B.C. includes Oak Bay, which is Weaver's old riding. So he's basically saying, elect John Horgan majority. Um, they've, the, he, Weaver, did a video with John Horgan. Yeah. You know, the two I pals, right? And, and it's clearly a setup. Weaver's end of the conversation is, is on video, right? It's, the whole thing is a setup. Again, it's let's uh, make sure that John Horgan gets a majority. I've covered a lot of BC elections, Simi, maybe too many, some might say. I've, people think I've been here forever. I've covered <laughs> nine elections. I've, I cannot recall the former leader of a provincial party out there doing this much damage to the party he led. Uh, it really is amazing to see what Weaver is doing to the Greens here. But and, why? Um, it's, why? Well, you know, I, I hate to say it because it suggests it's just personal, but there is a lot of bad blood between him and Sonia Furstenau. And there is a gang up. He and um, he and Horgan are ganging up on Furstenau. They're trying to crush the Greens, I think, from the way they're campaigning, uh, the amount of energy and effort they're putting into defeating the two remaining Greens in the legislature. But that's still um, his party, though. That's the thing I don't understand. Like, okay, well, so I the know, NDP... He says he let his membership lapse, you know? But he... <laughs> <laughs> if you follow him on Twitter, I think he's taking heat from people that used to like him in the Green Party. Yeah. Because in the last few days, he's put out some stuff on Twitter where he's endorsing individual local Green candidates... Um, so I think maybe his conscience is bothering him a bit. I don't know. I mean, look, he's out of politics, and he's gone, and he'll go on and go back to being what he was before, which is a, a climate scientist. Uh, he brought climate action to British Columbia. I don't think there's any question that he influenced the government on that. But... But, you know, this he kind wasn't... of treatment of his former party, Simi, as I said, I've never seen anything like it. No, me neither. And the thing is, it's not like he was pushed out, right? Like he made no. those. You've seen leaders of other parties who get pushed out, whose party undercuts them and kicks them out. And they, they don't do something like this. Well, in fact, part of party loyalty over the years has been that when you're gone as leader, you let the new leader I'll take yeah. a few shots at you and criticize and say, I would do things differently. I, I would argue that one of the many mistakes the Liberals have made in this campaign is that Wilkinson hasn't distanced himself yes. enough. Absolutely. You know, I know some of my media colleagues tried to get a hold of Christy Clark and see if she'd, you know, talk and comment. And she said, no, I'm staying out of it, right? Former leaders, um, that's a good that's thing do. for them to do. If they care about their party, right? So yeah, that's yeah. what makes the Weaver thing. So uh, you're, you're right about Wilkinson. I think that's been a very big mistake on their part as well, because there's still a lot of lingering kind of resentment about, you yeah. know, the previous government, and he hasn't. They haven't dealt with that. But for Andrew Weaver, there was there was none of that. There was no, no. bitter separation. There was no nothing, and yet he seems to be intent on stabbing everybody in the back. 
Yeah, no, it's, uh, as I said, it's, uh, it's something to behold, but it's one of the more interesting things during the election. I mean, those of us who stand on the sidelines and just watch this yeah. um, have had plenty to talk about. <laughs> That's no one kidding. of the things we have to talk about. I heard you, by the way, talking this morning about the voting, and uh, yeah, the numbers out of Elections BC indicate that uh, maybe as many as half of British Columbians have already voted. Amazing. Um, so the, as we come down to the wire, you know, there's still, parties are still campaigning hard. Um, and, and probably disproportionately, the people who haven't voted by mail or in the advance polls, they may include people who just haven't got around to it, but they probably also include some of the undecided. So uh, that's why they're trying so hard right down to the wire on, on Saturday. Um, but it is something to see a provincial election where this many ballots have already been cast in the advance polls and by mail. I mean, the number is very high. Yeah, and so that's the thing. The campaign continues on, but you've got like half the people have already voted. Yep, and uh, you know, I think uh, some of the people, obviously many people, the parties themselves got their own supporters to vote early, right? They said vote early, you know, get it out of the way, get it done, all that. Sure, and people who'd already made up their minds, who'd already cast the ballots in their mind before the election was called, they voted. But the people who haven't, uh, you know, we still go back to the surveys that Elections BC has done over the years, and uh, people say, oh, the number one reason they didn't get around to vote, well, they just didn't get around to it, right? They were busy on Election Day and all that. So there will be people in that category, but I think also the undecided and, of course, the people who've already voted aren't influenced by anything that's happening now. I know. That's so, so fascinating about this. When it's all said and done, Vaughn, we can say it was fascinating, but when we're in it, we're like, we can't believe we are in this right now. Yeah, and good luck on election night, Simi. I know you're going to be there on NW trying to make sense of it all, and I hope, I hope there's some strong indications of the outcome. I agree with you. I think we'll probably have uh, a pretty, uh, unless the polls are all wrong, they could be. It's happened before. Uh, but unless they're all wrong, I think we'll have a pretty good idea yeah. who's going to form the government. I doubt we'll know who all is going to be an, M- an MLA and who isn't going to be an MLA. I think there's a lot of ridings where the outcome yeah. will hang in the balance. Well, I think that's a very good point. Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Cindy.